On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. Question for you. Do you think that we should have more TDs? Do you think that we need more TDs? Well, as it stands by default, we are going to have more TDs after the next general election, potentially as many more as 14 or 16, and at minimum around 11 more than we currently have. That is because the most recent census found that the population of Ireland is now over 5 million and as a result we are required to create more positions. In fact, the Electoral Commission only this week has started the process of revising the Dáil boundaries and inviting TDs to express their opinions on exactly where those new seats should be allocated. Uh, We're joined in the studio by Padder Tabin, who is one of the existing TDs uh, for Meath West. He's the leader of Aintu. Padder, you would rather that we not have any more TDs in Dáil Éireann? Yeah, never in my political uh, life has anybody ever phoned my office and said, Pather, do you know what we need? We need more TDs. Um, so I don't think there's any desire amongst the population for extra TDs. I think most people would rather the TDs that exist actually do their job and fix the cost of living crisis, the housing crisis and the health crisis first and foremost. Um, you know, the second issue is, you know, like what benefit would it bring to the state? So I, I do understand there's a need for a critical mass within the Dáil to be able to select, you know, a government with junior ministers and senior ministers mm-hmm. to be able to select, you know, good opposition um, spokespersons, etc. Um, but we're already quite highly stocked in terms of the numbers of elected reps we have. So if you contrast Ireland to Britain, so Britain has about one MP for every 100,000 people. Countries like Spain and France have, you know, one MP for every about 115,000 people. Even smaller countries like Austria would have one MP for every 45,000 people, similarly with with Portugal. Um, But we have one for every 30,000 people. So we're already very, um, we're overstocked in many ways with the number of TDs that we have. That's by comparison to some other countries, but you could say that the likes of Norway, which has a population round about similar to our own, I think has 169 members of their parliament. Slovakia is slightly bigger than ours. It has 150. Um, New Zealand, which has a population of uh, little under ours, has 120, but maybe you could argue that's that's understocked. Should, should we be comparing ourselves against other countries or should we not be trying to figure out what suits us individually? Well, first of all, i say we're in a, we're in a top decile of uh, uh, the the numbers of elected reps we have per capita, for sure. There are other countries that have um, more uh, than we do. But if you look at the geography of some of those, they're actually fairly stretched out, you know, um, um, demographically, which means obviously that people would have quite big constituencies in which they have to deliver their services to, which would make it uh, far more difficult. Mm. You know, the the key issue here is that we have a functional uh, democracy and that uh, people have access to their TDs when they need them, but also that we have TDs who are first and foremost legislators, you know, uh, you know, legislators in yeah. terms of, of of politics, and you know we're weak on that aspect. Uh, and actually, if you wanted to add in emo- you know, better <laughs> representation in terms of people's access to politicians, you know, what we would suggest would be that the, the, the town councils uh, did a job uh, a number okay. of years ago that allowed people speak to elected representatives, mm-hmm. allowed the information to percolate up the food chain, and still allowed for focus on local issues uh, as it should be. Okay, uh, hold the line there. Uh, we're also joined on the line by uh, Dr. Owen O'Malley, who's from the School of Politics in DCU. Um, Owen, before we get into your, your stance on things, you might just remind uh, our listeners uh, in as succinctly as you can, please, um, exactly why we are going to have more TDs in the first place. So in the Irish Constitution, it says that uh, we have to have TDs for between twenty and 30,000 people. So obviously, it, it currently it, it kind of always hits around 30,000 people. And with the increase in population, it means that there will have to be uh, an increase in the size of the doll to comply with the constitution. And that's, so and that's a default thing, and that if we wanted to try and keep the numbers as they currently are or to reduce them, you'd have to have a referendum to do so. 
Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, where do you stand on the idea then of creating more? Do you think, aside from it being obviously automatic until somebody does otherwise, is there merit in creating more roles in Dáil Éireann? Uh, I think there probably is some merit. Uh, I mean, Pat just mentioned a few of them. Uh, it's quite difficult to... I mean, Ireland is very unusual in that all ministers have to come, or in effect come from the Dáil, which does limit uh, the talent pool from which a government can be can be drawn it, so expanding the, the that pool is probably a, a good thing you also have to populate uh, junior ministerial ranks and you also have to populate the kind of committee system a lot of most TDs are sitting on multiple committees so it's quite difficult to specialize in a particular area when you're kind of when you're spread so thinly mm. so for that reason I would have thought that it is possibly a good thing to have an expanded uh, number of TDs. Okay, let me put that then to Padre Tabin. Padre, if we have a system where uh, ministers and minister of state have to come from the Dáil, then surely we'd be better off having more people to choose from and therefore you'd have a better grade of minister as a result. Well, you can choose minister from the Shannad also, um, which I think should be used more. And I think it's the political decisions by the parties not mm. to, to go down that route. Well, um, you're, you're only allowed to, to populate two cabinet ministries from that though, so it's not a not a bottomless pit. But no, it's an option, yeah. It, it's an option that's not used in, in, in general. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I do actually agree in terms of the issue of um, the the committees. The committees are a lot of the invisible but good work that's done in Leinster House on a regular basis. Um, and you'll find actually sometimes that committees are struggling for quarums to be able to, to yeah. operate. You the, know what the I mean? The Budgetary Oversight Committee couldn't meet a couple of weeks ago because there weren't enough TDs around to get it going. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would say that's because our political system, unfortunately, is still massively orientated to people fixing potholes in their constituency in, uh, in instead of actually... Uh, getting into the, the the nitty gritty and depth of legislation that's required uh, for for the country, and that in in the, the way the system is built, there's nearly more votes in fixing you know local issues than there is in actually uh, working out what articles are needed in certain uh, pieces yeah. of of of, of, con- of legislation. Wouldn't the result then normally be that if you had more TDs per constituency, that you might only end up having more people that were obsessed with fixing potholes and fixing streetlights rather than actually doing the job of legislating? Well, that that is a danger. Well, that was a question for Sorry, Owen actually. Yeah. But yeah, Owen, go ahead. I'm not sure how limiting the number of TDs is going to fix that, though. Uh, I mean, if you have a problem where TDs aren't doing their job, then you have to try and figure out what is it that what are what are the incentives that TDs face that makes them do that. I'm not sure that limiting the number of TDs is going to is going to make them less likely to uh, to worry about their constituencies. In fact, it might make them more likely because it might make it even more difficult to get elected. Mm. Uh, what about the argument, Owen, that if you had uh, a larger parliament or more people in Dáil Éireann, that the individual influence of each TD is diluted slightly and that it might then result in there being a bit of uh, a decrease in trust in the political system if people feel like their TDs aren't as influential as they used to be? I would have thought that one of the one of the strengths of Irish democracy is that there's a close connection between uh, TDs and constituents. That's partly a function of the fact that there are a relatively large number of them per per head of population, and so I would have, I, I think that the opposite that you know having more TDs probably going to keep them closer to the ground, and might make might 
be something that increases trust uh, in the political system. Okay. Um, Patrick, there's one text that's already come in uh, to 53106 who's pointing out that if you had more people in the Dáil, you possibly had scope to have more diverse groups uh, being represented, which would mean that people right now who are in minority groups that have little or no voice in Leinster House would actually have a chance of being represented because there'd be a fair chance of having more from their group elected. Yeah, that's true to a certain extent. But I would say that and one of the disappointments of uh, this commission um, is that they're only looking at five-seaters, uh, for example. And, mm. you know, it is possible... So this is when, they, when they're redrawing the boundaries that they're not going to be looking at the prospect of creating a, a six-seat constituency, yeah. for so, example. So and one of the big difficulties in certain counties is that it's becoming more difficult to maintain the county integrity uh, in terms of the dull constituency. And what that means is that, you know, slivers of certain counties are are lobbed in with mm. other constituencies. And that means that those areas can fall between two stools, that they don't have enough to elect a TD and therefore they get ignored um, by, uh, by by their TDs. Mm. If you had that, six... that, that, is that necessarily anything to do with the size of the Doyle though? Well, it's not really. No, but it's another element of this particular commission that, that, that I do think that needs to be focused upon. So I, I think there's an instinct amongst the bigger parties that they don't like six-seat constituencies because six-seat constituencies answer the question that your texter put forward yeah. in that they allow for a more diverse doll. They allow for smaller representative, representative groups yeah. to have people in, in Leinster House and that's important. Um, Owen, you're, you're arguing today in the Sunday Independent about the, there being some parallels between the far right and the far left as you see them in politics you could make the argument that if you made the doll larger that you might have the situation where um, an extreme party from the far right an anti-immigration party for example might make a breakthrough that they're not currently able to do and then that they might be able to exploit that parliamentary platform to achieve things that they couldn't current currently do Cur- couldn't uh, yeah, currently do excuse that, me that's possible in a, I mean that's democracy I'm afraid so I mean it, that would probably be more likely to happen in in the circumstances where you do have a larger constituency, so if you have six, uh, seven or eight or nine seat constituencies, then uh, smaller groups that would have maybe limited uh, support, electoral support will be able to gain representation. Uh, but, you know, that that's democracy, I suppose. Yeah, um, we've managed, it's quite impressive in the way that we're nine minutes into this discussion and we haven't yet managed to get to the whole area of cost because that is, is one thing which uh, Patter is even here make, <laughs> making that like rubbing his thumb between his fingers gesture. Um, the cost of this, Patter, would be if you were to create, let's say, 12 more roles, 12 TD salaries comes out at about 1.2 million euro a year, throw in their support staff, it ends up being something in the region of maybe about 2.5 million a year. It's not a huge amount to create 12 more offices in Dollar. Yeah, but like... It, it, some people are saying that you could potentially have by mid-century 250 TDs uh, in in the state, and but that would it, be for a country of eight or nine million people. That wouldn't be the worst, would it? Um, but like, uh, I think if, even if you use the lower uh, figure of twenty thousand uh, per TD, that you could get into those figures actually mm. quite quickly. Um, but if you had unity, you'd achieve it pretty quickly. So then you'd, you'd just get there, wouldn't it? What I, what harm? I, I think that there's a couple of things. Most people will tell you that there's better ways right now in this cost of living crisis to be able to spend ten or, or twelve or fifteen million euros extra mm. um, than than is being. But hang on, it's not 10 or 50, it would be about 2.5 million. But if, if you take into consideration as well the, the cost on offices, the cost uh, on, ex, on expenses, all of those issues as well will add up to a, a higher amount than that if you're talking about 250 mm. uh, TDs within, within the state. You know, I, I do think that if a population increases, you should potentially increase the number of 
TDs, but I believe that the number of TDs That's should That's exactly incre- what we're doing No, 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 but the number of TDs should increase at a slower rate to sh- than the, the actual population okay, but does. The, but so, uh, no, so I remember, so my, the first general election that I remember is that of 1997 and the population of the country, of the Republic at that time was about 3.5 million and we had 166 TDs. As it stands now in the next election we'll have a population of just over 5 million. That's an increase of about 42, 43% and we'll have a doll of 172 people. That yeah, is an increase see, of virtually nothing. This constitution was designed in 1937. There was a population of 2.9 million people. Obviously they needed a critical mass within Leinster House for it to function. Um, I do think that those, let's say, rigid straitjackets in terms of the number of TDs uh, are out of date in terms of population at the moment. We need to be more flexible. And as the population increases, absolutely we can consider uh, a number of extra TDs, but it should increase far slower than the actual population mm. does. Um, Owen O'Malley, your thoughts on whether the cost uh, justification is one that's worth thinking out? It's a really small change in the context of the state. I mean, what we spend on TDs and uh, running the doll is, is tiny compared to the size of the state. So if you're looking for savings, I wouldn't. this wouldn't be the first place uh, to look. Okay. Um, one text, final text that puts both of you, um, someone is arguing that there maybe there should be uh, more public representatives that maybe going back to um, local authorities is the way to do it, that you either have larger local authorities or go back to this idea, as Patter has already floated, of having town councillors. We've had one uh, text from a councillor in Ballina that says, once upon a time Ballina had nine town councillors, eight county councillors and two TDs from the area. Now they have set just seven and, and basically people feel like they're less representative. Patter? We have really weak local authorities. Um, most councillors have very little power uh, in, t- in contrast to the officials on councils um, in many ways they're just you know um window dressing uh, for a lot of the decisions that are made and if you have good town councils you can have people who are really focusing on the development of particular towns bringing those towns on making sure that they develop in a, in a positive way uh, for their community when that was deleted a lot of that disappeared unfortunately okay. uh, Onamali your thoughts on that maybe better to go back and have more representation locally than, than centrally yeah, I, I agree with Pada there. I think local uh, local government is basically local administration uh, from decisions that are made in Dublin or by officials. And probably looking at that would might be uh, something more useful than, say, having a referendum to limit the number of TDs. OK, nice to end on a, on a point of agreement. On that note, we'll let you go. Pada Tabin, who's the leader of Aintu and a TD from Meath West, thank you very much. And also thank you to Ona Mali from the School of Politics in DCU. On the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PWC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.